0: Hello and welcome back. This is Craig with Leading the Leaders uh, here with another uh, leadership breadcrumb for you um, today. Um, I would like to go into a uh, area that we I know cr- presently we were going over the reading of Emancipating the Leader Within from our website, one of our uh, information papers there. We was doing a reading from it, um, and I want to actually do a slight detour this morning and. Uh, going to a different area, but it certainly applies to a passive emancipating the leader within. If you think about freeing yourself up as a leader, okay. And actually giving you some tools that will allow you to become a better leader. But today I want to talk very uh, quickly and, and, and and very candidly about a subject that's near and dear to my heart and that's emotional intelligence okay we want to talk about emotional intelligence because i believe in this area that we now live in in the collaborative uh group setting that a lot of us are missing the boat because one of the things that must be accomplished in that setting is the ability to have emotional intelligence okay now what is emotional intelligence, okay? Emotional intelligence is basically, if you look at it, is basically the ability to receive, evaluate, and control your emotions, nothing more, nothing less. That's it. the bottom line. There's a lot of smart people out there that could tell you you know, about a trillion words on emotional intelligence and all the things like that, but that at its core is what it is. Now, the real question on the floor is, Can emotional intelligence be learned and then strengthened as a leader? Because if it cannot, whatever I'm going to say after this will be just applying to the people who possess emotional intelligence. Now, I personally do not believe that. I believe like all leadership principles that emotional intelligence can be taught. It can be learned. It can be transferred. Okay. So therefore I will talk about it as this, as such, that it can be is a leadership principle, it can be learned, it can be taught, and it can be transferred to others. Okay. My, that's my personal, um, experience. Like I say, a lot of other smart people will tell you it's, it's not so it's inherited in your genes and all that stuff like that. And I just don't believe that. Okay. Now, If you look at emotional intelligence, it gives you the ability to stress and control emotions, which is a center as a leader. Okay. It also has the ability for you then to understand, interpret, and respond to others emotionally. Okay. This is very important as a leader. Now, there is four different areas underneath emotional intelligence. And like I said before, you can go and do some research and all the things like that. And you can have a whole bunch of smart people tell you, it's seven, it's 10, it's 15, whatever. I'm gonna tell you that there's four basic ones that I believe that are most important for a leader. That is perceiving the perception of emotions, the reasoning of emotions, the understanding of emotions, and the managing of emotions, okay? And I wanna spend the most of my time talking about managing or controlling emotions. Why? Because if you can't understand the perception of emotions and then the, and then the reasoning of emotions in it, it would do us no good to go any farther because that's the baseline and what have you. But the managing of emotions actually is, is more advanced thinking. Okay. It's more, is more on the line of the advancement of the understanding of it, okay? Now, along with emotional intelligence and why is it important to us as leaders is this. If you possess emotional intelligence as a leader, there is millions of things you can be able to do. We can't cover them all, but I'm going to cover a couple of them that is absolutely in everyday life, okay? One is you will be Able to accept criticism and responsibility. A lot of leaders do not want to accept criticism and nor do they want to accept responsibility. As a leader, you are responsible for everything that's underneath your charge, regardless of who does it. You could do it, somebody else could do it, but ultimately the responsibility lies with you. It also gives you the ability that is emotional intelligence to make mistakes without allowing those mistakes to flavor who you are it also allows you to say no when you need to is nothing wrong there's nothing worse than a leader that is a yes man or yes woman because what they're gonna do they're gonna simply say yes for the wrong reasons it's not wrong with saying yes but you should say yes for the right reasons I actually have a small uh, information paper on that and it's the use of no Okay. Many leaders don't like that word, but it absolutely should be in your vocabulary when it's right. If, if you possess emotional intelligence, it will have you, you will have the ability to problem solve with other people working it as a group. That's what I told you that emotional intelligence should go hand in hand with the collaborative movement that we have in this country. And I guess assuming the world, but Also, you will have great listening skills if you possess emotional intelligence, okay? It will give you, that is the leader, the ability to know why you do the things you do if you possess emotional intelligence. Also, it will will allow you not to be judgmental, which is very important as a leader. Because once you're judgmental as a leader, it flavors what you do and it, it impacts your subordinates, okay, the people that's following you. Okay, I like to make it simple. Okay, so let's get down to the nuts and bolts and things and where the rubber meet the road. I would like to say that if you think about the basic core of in, uh, emotional intelligence, it's easily to understand. It's basically taking things that has happened to you and compartmentalize it. Okay, okay. This means that bad or unpleasant things, which is what it mostly often pertain to, bad or unpleasant things that has happened to you, you do not allow these things to flavor and determine your future decisions. This is easier said than done because most people do not do this, okay? The reason why most people do not do this is because one, this country, we don't talk about emotional intelligence. We talk about emotions, We talk about feelings, but we do not talk about the art of possessing emotional intelligence. Okay. Today, if you look at what we're talking about, honestly, the younger group would tell you the younger crowd would call this baggage. Okay. Because in fact, that's what it is. But see emotional intelligence and when we are talking about managing and controlling it is taking things which were unpleasant, And maybe in some situation, bad things have happened to us and we compartmentalize it that it does not influence what and who we are today, because therefore it will not be the determining factor in how we see tomorrow, which, like I said before, is very hard. you got a whole group of people in this country. The only thing they think about is negativity the whole day long. That's unbelievable. But that's who we are as a people not everybody but emotional intelligence would flip the switch though it would not say that things that are bad that happen that we're going to go back and re and rekindle that things okay it's not denying that it's happened but it's working in spite of it okay it's just under leadership this is absolutely required if you strive to be a great leader and actually do some research. Look at some of the people that was highly successful. If you look at their life work, not just say success, if you look at their life work, every single one of them had a time and a place where it became really hard and they had to make a decision whether they're going to be successful or whether they're going to allow the decisions in the, in the circumstances of the day to define them, okay? As a leader, you should never allow that happen. But how you make sure that never happens is by emotional intelligence, taking things as unpleasant that has happened to you. Some cases may be bad things, but then you do not allow that to make and shape who you are. Emotional decisions are always a poor decisions. Why? Cause it's based on a feeling It's based on something that's happening today. As a leader, you're supposed to make sound timely decisions. That means you're bringing logic into it. That means you, you're applying leadership principles to it. Emotion takes all that out of the way. And that's why those are poor decisions. A leader who, who leads by emotions, they're up one minute and they're down the next minute. And that's a poor, um, example for your followers. Okay. But if you look at emotional intelligence and if you were to grasp the concepts of it, it's something absolutely needed for leadership today and tomorrow. These are your most successful leaders. They don't allow little bumps in the world to, to knock them off the course that they have charted. Cause if you go back to the four P's, it means you did chart a course through planning, preparation, prioritizing, then going through the process. We understand that concept, but it, without emotional intelligence, anything that come along can then de- derail what you've already started. Do not let that be so. Okay. This is part one of emotional intelligence. I plan on doing another part um, that we're going to look into the final workings of the emotional intelligence and how it play a role in our work area and our, in the workplace. But that's all the time I have for today. I, I appreciate you listening um, as always. And I encourage you to go to our website. Check out some of the wonderful... Uh, things we have to help develop your leadership uh, and enhance it in the future. But I appreciate your time. God bless and happy leading.